Welcome everybody to Nation. My name is Jersey and I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. If this is your first time, which it's everybody's first time, man, this is the first ever episode of Nation 2.0. Nation is back. Uh, I want to thank you for spending some time with me. Uh, This will be available via uh, podcast, uh, YouTube, this will be on Facebook, uh, SoundCloud, it's going to be on a whole bunch of different things, so please watch, listen, but most importantly, comment. Our hashtag for the show is hashtag WCRNation. Go ahead and anything you say with that tag, I will find it, and more importantly, talk about it, and your chance to win every single week. Uh, is going to be with that hashtag. So remember that hashtag, WCR Nation. And uh, this episode of Nation is brought to you by Tim Fields. Bleach. It's what's for cleaning. Uh, first off, thanks for being here. First ever episode. Uh, if you don't know Tim Fields, he's a bleach fanatic. Uh, he also owns Signs Today. Um and uh, he's just a good dude. He, he's like he's like the dad we all sort of wanted in the industry. He's memes. He's everything. So there you go. Little shout out to Tim Fields. But let's jump right in. First off, like I said, thank you so much for coming to hang out, checking it out. Um, I wanted to start off this, the first ever episode, by talking a little bit about the convention because the convention's coming up and i'm super super stoked uh it is going to be in new orleans this year so if you've been this is going to be the fifth year uh we had the first two years in nashville which uh nashville nash vegas whatever you want to say was awesome the hotel was giant it was huge it was the biggest place i've ever been in like inside ever in all of my life and uh, that building, I want to say, when we were there, I don't know if it's changed, but that was the largest building without a casino in America. It was huge. It was huge. I got lost probably four times, no joke, in the two years. Even after you think you know where you're going, you just don't. It's it's giant. So we took that and we kind of went a little bit smaller, moved it to Washington, D.C. Every year is going to be two years at each location. Uh, Washington DC was the past two years. That was cool. Uh, it was a little secluded so you couldn't really like if you wanted to go off, uh, grounds and really not to Cadillac grill, which everybody hung out kind of like on the stores right outside the place. Um, it was a, a little bit of a drive. So that wasn't, uh, uh, perfect. The hotel was awesome. Super nice hotel, but smaller which is cool because the more intimate and easier it is to find things, the better I think it is just to hang out with people, to talk, shop, to meet friends and everything else like that. But this year is going to be at the Marriott in New Orleans. Now, I was there in February, March, March, maybe March, and uh, we went through the hotel and looked at the floor space for the trade show, for everything else. Man, is it awesome. It is so cool. When you get to the floor that the the convention itself is going to be on, all the classes are there, the trade shows there, the vendors are there. Everything is on one floor. So when you get there, you can't get lost. It's not like, hey, uh, yeah, go downstairs, follow the signs down to the left, and you'll eventually find the place you're supposed to be. It's not like that. It's super, super um, uh, 
kind of concentrated in one area. It's really going to be pretty awesome. And it's in New Orleans, man. New Orleans is like my favorite place ever. Now, I couldn't live there. If you've been to New Orleans, I don't know how people live. Like, okay, let me rephrase that. The French Quarter. I don't know how people can live and work in the French Quarter all the time. It's just stuff going on all times. It's crazy. But to visit... It's a good time. It's fun. It's just uh, historical. New Orleans just in general, like some of the houses are just epic, epic. The culture of just, uh, I don't want to say like dirty, but it's New Orleans. It's just, it's just got a vibe to it that's really, really chill. And one of my favorite restaurants is actually right outside the hotel. So that's super cool. And then of course there's Bourbon Street. If you've heard of that, uh, it's a little, little place. Um, but, uh, if you haven't been there, everybody says, uh, why are you going to go if it's not New or, uh, Mardi Gras, right? Well, it's kind of going on, not quite to that thing, but it is packed with people every single night, just out, and there's a ton of places to go to see, walk around, drink if you have that, uh, if you're into that, and just meet with people. The best part about conventions, if you've never been, is meeting other people. Uh, the problem with it is, is you may lose your voice, not from like screaming and, and yeah, but every place is loud. So when you're even walking on the street, trying to talk to another contractor, uh, trying to, you know, pick their brain, they're picking your brain. You're, you're, you're talking over, uh, all the music all the time. So, uh, I leave every time I've been there, I've left with like a horse voice. I just have, because you're trying to talk over everything, but it's just awesome. It's just a super cool vibe. And I have to say, some of the best friends in all of my world, like in real life, in window cleaning, pressure washing, that type of thing, have been from going to conventions. Like the first IWCA show, like way back when, what was my first one? Would have been um, Atlanta, right? Georgia, I think. It's been been awesome. It's been awesome. The best friends I've met have been through uh, these shows. So that's kind of another side thing is you go, man, I don't know if I want to spend the money. I got to fly there, uh, the hotel, all that. Man, it, it is completely amazing. And I would never, ever miss another event just to be with friends, but then also to be able to talk shop with people. It's just freaking amazing. It's amazing. You, you really like it. If you don't like it and uh, you go and you don't like it, you can tell me personally. Send me an email or call me and be like, hey, you're a jerk face because I didn't like it. But you're going to like it. I promise you're going to like it because I like it. And everybody who goes is super stoked that they went. So it's probably, I would say, in my career, it is probably one of the best things I've ever done in window cleaning for my business. Ever, ever, ever. And it keeps going, which is cool. Uh, last, uh, um, in spring, I went down to New Orleans on a train. That was crazy. <laughs> a train from New... Uh, I live in uh, North Carolina now. That train ride was like 17 hours. It was so long. It was so long. and I, uh, It was cool. It was cool. It was so much better than flying. But it was so long. I don't know if you know how being in an area for that long... It's cool. I went with some buddies, right? And uh, you can get up in the dining car and you can do all that. But man, it was long. I might do it again, but it was long. It was long. But uh, the nice thing about the hotel this year too 
is that the hotel is actually like 120 bucks a night, which is stupid cheap. A, for New Orleans, I think the provincial for the NOLA event, if you've heard of that one, that was uh, FTE, Fabulous That Ekoff. He was putting that show on. Um, it was it was more than, I think it was like in the 240s, 250s, something like that. So 120 bucks a night is cheap. That this is like the lowest uh, room rate that the convention has seen since it started. So that's really, really awesome. And the Marriott is a really nice hotel. Like right across, it's like maybe a five-minute walk from like the heart of everything. It's really, really pretty cool. But it, it is uh, August 18th and 19th. And uh, if you want to check it out, do go to the website. I know they are doing hikes as far as pricing, so you want to get in sooner than later. The room block always fills up, so then you'll be paying regular prices, which sucks. Um, and the price of the convention itself is actually going to go up. So check it out at uh, the huge V, or actually, let me start that over so you know it's thehugeconvention.com. Go there, sign up, bring a bunch of people. <sighs> Don't do my mistake. I brought employees way back when. This was like an IWCA show in Reno, and uh, I didn't know it would end this way, but I had two employees in jail. <laughs> oh, it was it was bad. It, it was it was just such a long. I went to bed, man. I was not feeling like junk. I woke up, nobody was there. Like we were sharing a room, and like people were missing. And I'm like, "What did you do, man? The casino was in the hotel we were at." Like one o'clock rolls around, they were in a drunk tank. So don't do that. Don't don't be like those those guys. They don't work for me anymore. It was thought it would be fun. It was just not. It was not. But anyway, do NOLA in summer. That is huge. It's going to be super, super fun. So check that out. And uh, take the train, man. Take the train, buddy. Take it. Uh, the train's actually pretty fun. I can't keep ragging on it. It was pretty good. Just <laughs> so long. It was so long. But uh, that is coming up in the summer. Uh, and I say summer, it actually is summer already. Being that this is the first podcast, I don't know when the launch will be, so I'm not going to tell you the date of it right now, but we are in summer. We've passed spring, right? And I hope your spring went amazing, because we're like squirrels. Spring, it just, you make it when you can. Guys are like super busy, right? They are working seven days a week sometimes. They can't get staff, which sucks. If you have staff or don't have staff, let me start off by saying that it does not matter if you have staff or don't have staff. That is never going to be like, I'm going to talk about that in another show too, but it doesn't matter. Like that's not like, uh, you know, pulling it out and measuring kind of thing. How many guys you got, huh? That's not what it is. Trust me. I've done it both ways. It's such, it's different not wrong either way but it's hard to find employees in the spring because you're so busy but it's really easy to find money right you can get as much as you can get but like squirrels we just pack it away for the winter time uh which is pretty funny actually the winter time no matter where you are it uh it comes in like super heavy and people just don't want to get their windows clean but I do want to say that in springtime, which, again, we've kind of passed, now we're planning maybe on fall or you're finishing up for spring, is the best time 
to advertise is when you're busy. So springtime, number one, fall, number two. And I'll tell you, guys that go out, and when I say guys, it's guys and gals, okay? But when someone goes out and advertise in the middle of winter, you're wasting your money. It has to be like embedded in somebody's brain for them to want to give you their money. It just has to be. And if it's not, no matter what advertising or clever advertising or the right colors or the right piece or the right, it's just not going to work. You're going to have such a crap ROI, it's not even going to be worth it. But when it is busy, it's already in people's brains, that's the time to advertise. So if you've ever been, we call it light switch uh, in my companies, and it's that time where one day you could get zero calls, literally, zero, one call. The next day will be 100 calls. Now, no rhyme or reason, the same weather was known the day before than that day. I don't know what it is. I don't know what makes people all decide that they want to Uh, go crazy and call all at the same time. Even when they don't talk to each other, it's crazy. But when the light switch hits, you got to be ready. But when it's in people's brains, even without advertising, those 100 people called all not talking to each other, no special advertising happened, nothing. In their brains, they wanted to get services done. So you have to advertise at that time. And some of the best advertising you can do is that ADDM. If you're not in the mail program, I always say you have more time or you have more money. Which one do you have? If you got more time than money, go door hanging. Go pass out whatever you want. Maybe talk to some people. Maybe close right away. It's not always, I don't like going door to door and like doing the knocking thing. I'm like, hey, would you like to have it? Don't do that. But if you leave a paper and somebody asks you when you're out there, say, hey, I'm just going to drop this off. Be super nonchalant. If they talk to you, then there's your opportunity to close right away. But if you do a door hanger or a flyer or anything, you can do that all on your own. You're not paying the post office because you got more time than you got money. But if you got more money than time, you're in the middle of spring. You're going crazy. You can't hire enough help. And um, you have a ton of money, cash rich spring. Go ahead and do an EDDM pro- program where now the post office is going to do all your dirty work. And it's like nothing, nothing to get it handed out. It's really, really cheap to do the EDDM program. If you don't know, I'm not going to go too much into it, but that's every door direct mail. It's a program by the post office. It's really, really good. But Flyer and EDDM, that's the way to go in spring. And some of the other advertising that I was talking with a guy brand new into the business. I wish I would talked to him a little bit sooner, but he's talking billboards. He's talking radio. He's talking TV ads. What can I? There's some things that just don't work. I'm telling you right now. And again, if I'm wrong, please tell me. Down below, however you're watching or listening to this video. Um, But if you do a billboard, you're going to lose money. Because here's the thing with a billboard. You know what billboards work great for? Is when you're driving down the interstate and there's a giant cheeseburger. An M. That's it. It didn't tell you anything. You're driving, you go, man, I'm hungry. Pull over. Right? If it has a big sign of some window and then there's a phone number and a website and a... It doesn't matter what information you put on there. By the time I've realized, what is is that a guy cleaning a window? Are they installing a window? Are they glazing? What are they doing? What, I'm past it. I don't have time to write down a number. I don't have time to write down an email. I'm not writing your website down. Probably not going to remember it because I'm driving anyway. By the time I'm done looking at your billboard, there's 30,000 other billboards right behind it. Don't do a billboard. If you're doing like uh, radio advertising, uh, I don't want to say it doesn't work. But it doesn't work. Not, not for me and most people I've talked to have radio actually work. you got to look at the ROI on things. 
no matter what you do, man, do it in spring. And now you are planning on fall. Now is the time to go into that fall season thinking, thinking about it. Now you're cash rich too. You can afford to go to the huge convention because that's awesome. You got to do that. But anyway, that's spring. But how I want to structure this kind of podcast too is if you're listening or watching uh, Facebook and doing whatever, however and whatever you're watching or listening to this, I'm going to do a giveaway every week because everybody likes giveaways, right? Why not win some free stuff? Um, but if it's within a week of when this is published, so this show will go out on Friday and it will uh, go until the following uh, Friday. Actually, it'll go until the following Sunday I imagine. Um, And that's how I'm going to draw winners. So this week, I want to go ahead and just give away two tickets to the huge convention because I'm talking about it. I'm super stoked about it now because I'm thinking about it. So all you got to do is put down in anything. We'll, We'll do Facebook just to make it nice and easy. Go to Facebook, any of the groups, any of the industry groups, anything. Even this video right here if you're watching it on Facebook. Go ahead and put hashtag WCR Nation is back, baby. That's all you got to do. Put that. I'll pick somebody at random. Give away uh, two tickets to the huge convention. Uh, you got to go. It's just awesome. But with that being said, um, jump on and do it. I, the whole show, the premise of it is I want to get people talking back and forth too which is really hard, uh, you know, talking with uh, Luke, the window cleaner, which everybody knows, he's huge, his videos are just epic, they're awesome, like edits, it's just hard to get that interaction with people, and please, please do me a huge favor, put those hashtags out there, talk about it, and do all that, it's super uh, appreciated by me, and uh, everybody else, and everybody else, but, um, with the podcast that's coming out, uh, if you are listening to it on iTunes or something else too, uh, this stuff's going to be out there forever. So watch it, listen to it the whole time. Um, I'm also going to be doing some polls. So right now, a hot topic that I'm not going to talk about here is internet trolls. I hate them. I hate internet trolls. I hate them so much. And the problem is, is that I'm moderator on some of the groups which stinks because we're really not supposed to have moderation, but yet some of these stupid, stupid trolls that are out there that all they do is jump in groups to just make people angry is just, it drives me crazy. If 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 you are a troll in groups, don't even put WCR Nation or a hashtag WCR Nation. It's just, I'm not going to pick you, man. I'm going to pick it at random, so you might win, but... Internet trolls, I don't get, I don't get what the, why somebody wants to troll a group. Like, if you got so much time on your hands that you want to go into a group and tell me how uh, water fed poles are stupid or, um, you know, uh, you know, you made, uh, dude, I make $100 in four hours using a spray on stuff I buy at Home Depot. You're wasting everybody's time. You're wasting your own time. What are you doing? Go clean something or advertise. Go hand a brochure or a business card out. 
Don't tell me how, oh yeah, you want to learn how to make $1,000 a week? Dude, everybody knows how to do that. Everybody's doing that and more. Like $1,000 days with a crew, man. $1,000 day with a two-person crew is, is pretty not out of the realm or darn close, depending on where you are. When internet trolls go in there, all I got to do is just spam groups. It drives me crazy. Crazy. I'm talking to you, Benji. Talking to you, man. Actually, you're just one of many. But you're the one that annoys me the most. Be honest. There it is. You annoy me, man. Go learn something. I, I do want to put a post. I'm going to put a poll out there eventually to find out if people actually uh, find trolls. Can we help them or can we not help them? Because I'll tell you the truth. I don't think anybody can help them. Because they get to a certain point where they think everything they do and know is right. And it's just not the case. It's just not the case. Phone's ringing. Anyway. So... Talking about spring, I want to kind of get back. I got off track. See, talking about trolls. It's just annoying me. But I did want to talk about uh, customers just a little bit this week. And I want to have a conversation with everybody as far as what it is a customer is. Because I was talking with uh, actually a lady who had just started her business um, probably what would have been December. So she started in a slow period, which sucks, but it gets you to kind of get the, the ball rolling. And her concept on customers was dead on, dead on. For somebody who's new, most people look at it and go, hey, um, or they'll say they're wanting to build an empire, but they're really not building it that way. And they'll have a customer and say, well, that customer, I need to find somebody who can pay me $250 right now. I need that. I need that $250, like the cash influx, right? That 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 need for money right now because you're just spending it in the beginning. Customers are long-term, long-term thing, right? The money is going to be for years. As long as you play your cards right, as long as you don't suck, the customer is going to bring you in money for years. And once you have a customer, the easiest thing you can possibly do is to increase the amount of money from that customer. So you get somebody, Joe Smith, right? Joe's a great guy. He gave you a shot. You did great work. He even reviewed you and said you're amazing, right? He tipped you. And now all of a sudden, you don't talk to Joe. The people who leave customers out there and don't contact them, now. I'm saying don't annoy them, but don't contact them. They just lose out on having a happy customer that has other stuff they need done. Even with window cleaning, we do, I mean, probably a good two dozen houses uh, every two weeks to every month. I mean, that does happen with houses. But uh, not just that, but they have pressure washing needs if you do that. They have gutter cleaning needs if you do that. They have screen repair if you do that. Everything that you offer, you can let them know you do that. I did a poll one time uh, for my business, and I sent out an email to everyone who opened emails. So I knew that they were semi-looking at things. I said, here's a poll. I'll give you a $20 gift card if you fill this poll out. It's a five-question poll. And I asked things like, um, you know, what services do you know we do? And I listed them all off. And I tell you, not one single survey came back with somebody knowing that we did them all. There's just not. 
And I sent these people, have, these people are the ones that looked at the email that had all my services listed. So even putting it in front of somebody does not mean they're going to read it. So letting them know you do something in the season they need it is, is just, you're leaving money on the table if you're not doing that. Like, think of this, think of this. So what if you have spring being the busiest time, you're picking up a ton of new clients, awesome, right? What about those clients, how many of them have gutters? Depending on what area you're in, maybe some don't have gutters, but most of those people have gutters. And when fall comes, you're sending them a little letter or an email, a call, anything like, hey, Joe Smith, uh, just let you know, I know we did your windows back in spring, uh, but it is gutter time, and we just wanted to call to see if you need anything. Go, wow, I didn't know you guys did gutters. We certainly do, Joe. Remember how great of a job we did for you the first time? They're going, man, you guys did gr- I loved having you there. Do our gutters. Yeah, I'm just going to hire some Joe Schmo out of the book anyway, man. Yes, you, boom, right? He already has trust in you, so you're already making that extra money. You're selling to the customers you already have. You're selling new services. You're getting more money, and that secures them because eventually... You're going to be doing four services, five services even for them. You're going to be doing all of the services that you have eventually. And they're not going to want to leave you. They're going to want to keep you around because you are just that good. So having a customer that you've brought in, you need to have um, kind of that drive to get them to buy something else. They're so much more than that first time. They're so much more than that. So you know, sell to them down the road. Always be active with your customers. Just like when you see, if you like Subway on Facebook, they're sending stuff every single day. They're just staying fresh, right? Same thing with your customers. You have to stay fresh. Even if you think you're being fresh, you're not. Because here's the thing, McDonald's, there's not a person in America, anywhere, poverty, rich, whatever, that does not know what McDonald's is. But McDonald's still advertises on billboards, radio, magazines, television, internet, everywhere, everywhere, right? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, everywhere. You'll hear the sounds, you'll see it, a cheeseburger on the interstate, on the billboard, right? And a big M. They advertise everywhere because they need to be in front, they need to be relevant, and you need to be relevant. Because unlike McDonald's, where everybody knows, you, everybody doesn't know. So staying relevant to customers is huge. It's, it's huge. And bringing in those new clients in spring, if you're closing more than 75% of the bids you do, you're too low because you're just not going to close them all. If you're closing all of them, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. I, I, I offer a challenge to some people. I did this uh, on the Mullen Jersey Show. And some people actually uh, took the challenge and stayed this way. But I said, go ahead and add to, we'll say, uh, 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 exterior clean. Add $100 to every exterior clean you bid in one day. Every single one. Add 100 bucks. Oh, I can't do that. I am at the top of my... I am at the highest I could possibly go. Okay, try it. Try it. If it doesn't happen, go back to normal the next day. But I'm telling you, if you do that, you will not see a drastic drop. You just won't. And the 
there is a cap to doing this. You can't do that so many times, but that's just showing you that even if you change your rate from that 80 or 90% close rate that you're so proud of now, even if you change it down to 75%, but you've just increased all of your hourly from say $50 an hour to $65 an hour, you know, $65 an hour to $75 an hour, that's a forever, that's building the structure for that. So you have to kind of do that. It's just, it's super beneficial to do that. Try it, see if it works. But either way, let me know how it did. And if you want to tell me off, that's super cool. Do it with the hashtag, <laughs> hashtag WCR Nation. Do that. And like I said, if you guys want to win two tickets to the huge convention, please do so. Um, hashtag WCR Nation is back, baby. Put that down anywhere on Facebook and any of the groups. And uh, yeah, you win two tickets. Two tickets. And we can hang out because it's cool. And take the train because <laughs> it's super long. Super long. I don't know if I mentioned that. It's ridiculously long. But anyway, thanks again uh, for watching, uh, listening, anything on any of our platforms. Please, like I said, I can't stress enough, please be super vocal on what you want to hear and what you want to talk about because that's what this is. Doing multiple uh, you know, video and audio, uh, Facebook or YouTube and a podcast, I really want to kind of get onto different topics that you're not being bored. Sorry if you're bored out there in the field listening to this right now. Hopefully you're not, but go ahead and put it anywhere. Anywhere. Send me a message. Jump on Facebook. Shoot me a messenger on Facebook and let me know what you want to talk about. What should we talk about? What should I give away? What do you want to know about? And that's how this whole thing is going to work because that's how it works. And, and even better, if you have any supplies that you need, again, I work with uh, windowcleaningresource.com, of course, shop windowcleaningresource. Um, but give me a call. It's 862-312-2026. Or you can uh, email me, josh at windowcleaningresource.com. Uh, also, you can text that number. So don't hesitate to reach out. Talk about the show. Give me some suggestions. I'd love to hear them. This is going to be a weekly thing. So please let me know what your thoughts are. And uh, thanks for sticking around for the first ever episode of Nation 2.0.